Hi, friends. I'm Olivia. I'm Rod. And you're listening to Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. Today, we are covering the February 12th sermon, Guard Your Heart. And just a little bit of grace to extend to you. You were sick the few days leading up to this sermon. So before I get to my critiques, I do want to give you grace that you were in bed for two days before you preached this. Yes, uh, I was telling someone today on Wednesday morning, I weighed uh, 219 pounds. On Sunday morning, I weighed 212. And I know a lot of that was water loss, but uh, anyway, it was was a pretty miserable end of the week, (laughs) to say the least. But you managed to feel better enough. Yes, I called some friends and uh, and I had them in the wings to see if uh, if if I couldn't go. In fact, uh, I think people would have enjoyed being in our home about the discussions that we had because uh, I was trying to see if you would um, give a sermon since if if I was just not able to do it and. You said you'd consider it, but you'd pretty much shot your one bullet. Yeah, we'll have to wait much longer before I come up with another one. But yeah, let's talk about Sunday's sermon. I want you to tell people what your original title was. You're talking about heart health? Yes. So heart health was the original, and then you chose guard your heart. And then if you could tell the description that you used for this sermon. Uh, The description that uh, I gave to... John, who uh, does post-production on our sermons, was that the Bible warns us of the dangers of allowing the world to shape our hearts and the power of grace. I think that summed up what I was trying to communicate on Sunday morning. And, and let, let's, let's let it be said that the reason I was coming off of First Peter was because uh, this week is Valentine's Day, and people are thinking about the heart. So um, I had originally wanted to do a sermon about how people put effort, specifically Hollywood, and people are consumed about the outward appearance. And we know from 1 Samuel that God looks on the heart. Man looks on the outward appearance. So I was uh, thinking in in the way of a positive sermon on how can we put effort and energy into our heart? How can we grow hearts that are soft, pliable to spiritual growth, that um, respond to the world in a loving way, that are agents of change for God to touch his world? And and I think that's very difficult, but that's originally where I was going with the, the sermon idea. And this, this came to me about six weeks ago. Right. So that was kind of the starting point, but then, in my opinion, it branched off into another direction, still within the same ballpark, but then we moved over to talk about anger specifically and not letting anger reside in you. Get rid of all bitterness is one of the verses that you use from Ephesians, and then also how anger lodges in the heart, which, to be fair, with the video clip that you used for that, that was very fitting, yeah, the video clip kind of hijacked uh, that message. Uh, 
uh, I showed a video clip of an a Ukrainian soldier who actually had a small grenade lodged in his chest right below his heart. And so when they did surgery on him, uh, they couldn't use the typical devices that they use, elect, uh, electronics and all, to, to make sure that he didn't bleed out. So the surgeons and uh, all of the medical staff, were they were putting themselves at risk just to deal with this lodged grenade at the heart. And so what ended up happening was I got to thinking about, wow, I, I wish we could talk about all the positive things about growing our heart softer and more tender and uh, being more responsive to the movement of God. But we just are living in a an age of outrage, an age of anger. I have had so many people over the last four months come up to me and tell me, I'm just angry all the time. I'm angry. And so that um, video clip and what people have been saying kind of hijacked. So I went into more of a uh, just an acknowledging that uh, we are angry and we need to deal with it because the proverb says, guard your heart because out of it, the wellspring of life flows. And what it, it means there is the attitude. Our attitude flows from our heart, and because our actions follow our attitudes. I was trying to do too many things with that, but I was trying to encourage people that uh, we're, we're being shaped. The media is, is constantly trying to stir us up. And I did quite a bit of research on uh, the way blog posts are, are titled and the way news lines in, are, are titled to grab our attention. And there's all of this information overload, and the things that are grabbing our attention are, are meant to make us uh, angry and to, to make us have a visceral reaction to what's going on in our world. And that's just not healthy. Right. And now we get to the point where I think some clarification is necessary. So one of the examples that you gave was a story about a woman in San Francisco who was robbed and killed by, I don't know if it's one thief or multiple thieves. And then her family said this woman wouldn't want the murderer to be prosecuted. That's not what she would have wanted. But then you also talk about the power of grace. And that's one of the things in the description, um, how we shouldn't have this anger well up in us that we should extend grace. But I think I know what you were saying with these two things, because on the one hand, you were very clear that the situation with the family's view in San Francisco, that wasn't good. If I'm understanding correct. your view correct, you did not agree with their stance on that. Correct. But then on the other side, we need to extend grace. Well, isn't that what those people did? Extending grace. Now, I, I know what your view is on them, but can you elaborate and explain a little more how these two instances are actually different and it's not a contradictory thing to want to extend grace but then also see justice okay a good question and boy when i hear you explain it like that or or, or pitch it like that i can definitely see the confusion so one of them is a matter of societal norms what do we allow in our society uh, do we allow individuals or groups to hurt other individuals or groups, not their feelings? That's, that's where we're moving as a society. You can't hurt anyone's feelings. You will be punished if you hurt someone's feelings. But we, uh, do we allow people to hurt 
other people physically either harm their their physical well-being, their health, their lives, their property, or do we uh, just let that go? And what has happened is that that that's one aspect of this is that society has got to have rules in order to have a polite society where everyone keeps their hands to themselves. It's important to have rules and a, and a basis for that and a morality. And then the other aspect of that is personally. When someone is personally after you, and what, what I mean by that is, I'm not talking about to do you harm, but I'm talking about, well, the, the Bible verse, Jesus would in a sermon say this, if someone slaps you on the, the right cheek, offer to him your other cheek. Why does he say the right cheek? It's because it would be a a slap with the back of the hand. And if someone slaps you with the back of the hand, they're not trying to bring harm to you. There's an insult there. They're trying to degrade you as a person. And Jesus is saying that your self-worth, your self-image does not come from what somebody else does. And what somebody else thinks of, of you and how someone else tries to personally tear you down at your emotional level and all, you should be above that and offer them your your left cheek as well. Because in doing that, we end up showing the grace of God, and we end up suffering for the grace of God. It's it's not if somebody uh, robs you, uh, let them rob you uh, again, because they're a danger to society. That's what that's the distinction there. The distinction is between a personal reference of injury in a societal reference of harm. And that is where I thought your your view was, but I just felt like it needed to be explicitly stated because sure. it seemed like these these um, contradicted. Um, I, one of the stories that comes to mind that I think is a really good example of this is the story uh, a couple years, maybe a few years ago now, of the police officer in Dallas who entered the wrong apartment and shot and killed a man. And then when she was on trial for murder and she was convicted and is going to jail for a long time, as it should be, the man's younger brother, who's very committed Christian, I believe, um, just based on what he said in court, he forgave this woman for killing his brother. And he says, you know, Jesus loves you and I love you and I forgive you. Now, that that man, he's not harboring anger in his heart anymore. He is looking after himself in a sense in that he's not letting that grenade lodge against this woman. But he also knows that there is justice and that there is a price and a punishment to crimes like that that should be paid. But yet he knew that even if she was going to jail, he needed to resolve for himself that grenade, so to speak. Because that anger, that personal anger, it impacts our health. It's contagious. When we're mad, we go to someone else and, and try to stir them up and get them mad and angry at something. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, to that's a great story. But there are consequences to our actions. And I think that that is part of what is getting our culture angry is because no one wants to suffer any consequences for the actions they're taking. And yet there are consequences. The sermon started one area, kind of morphed into another. Branch off the same tree, I'd say. But where did you want to have this go? Did you did it go where you wanted it to? 
Well, I, I wanted it to end with a perspective of us embracing the grace of God. Because I think that's what Paul does in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32. He says, uh, forgiving one another, just as in Christ God forgave you. And so I, I wanted our imaginations to embrace the grace of God, for us to see for a minute what it's like. If any anyone has any reason to be angry, it is a holy God who we have sinned against. And yet he chose to forgive us in Christ. And we're we're in Christ, we are we are forgiven. And so I wanted us to be agents of forgiveness. And what I mean by that, it doesn't doesn't mean there are not consequences when when people hurt us, but that just like the illustration you gave about the brother, we don't allow it to harbor and fester and grow and eat us alive and it becomes something that we obsess about. There there are times when we just have to say, we let go. We say, you know. God's going to have to take care of that. And quite frankly, in my 62 years, I have seen God take care of things that I never could have taken care of. Yeah, I thought this was a very encouraging message. Um, I felt like the idea of heart health was a very good thing. But also, that's something that I feel like we think about often. I mean, we know that God looks at the heart, not at the outward appearance like man does. So there's there is, um, we're familiar with that, but I think branching off into the idea of, especially in our current day and age, watching out for anger and the dangers of anger and being mindful of that specifically as far as heart health goes and guard your heart. I felt like that was also a very good place to go. Um, even if it did need a little clarification, I felt like it was a very encouraging and timely message. So, so you're right. It, it should have been two sermons. Uh, I, those two days really hurt. And uh, Haddon Robinson would have uh, probably really uh, guided me on that because it, it was not laser-focused like it needed to be. So your, your critique, I think, is very—it's uh, well taken. But it was still good. You still did a good job, and it was better than me having to think of something at the last minute. So I appreciate that you were ready to go and were healthy enough to go. Um, but thank you for walking through that and clarifying some of those things um, and explaining a little more about how you got to the conclusions that, that you did. Um, and thank you all for listening to another episode of Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. <laughs>